Welcome to Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. Each and every week we get to talk to new and exciting people about whatever is on their mind and what's important to them, whether it's health, overcoming addiction, spirituality, finding God, uh, politics, conspiracy, you name it, we cover it. So it's an honor and a blessing to have you join us. I look forward to meeting you and thank you so much for tuning in. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. Today, I have some lovely, beautiful guests that have decided to share the day with me, and I'm so excited to bring them on. We have Randy from Soundwave Promotions and the wonderful Miss Courtney. Miss Courtney, we're going to start with you today. How are you, my dear? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Um, So I want to get into a little bit of your story. What did you do in the healthcare field? So I've done a bunch of different things. I've been in healthcare for 25 years. Um, So I started as like a receptionist and um, I mostly worked in case management for hospitals. So, but now I work in psychiatry and I do all the billing for psychiatry for a hospital in Sacramento. So, um, been quite an interesting change because I haven't done that before. I've only been doing it for about two and a half years now. So it's been quite an interesting transition, but I love it. It's a very interesting job. So let me ask you a question. I know that you had um, some definite issues uh, with, with work and the whole situation. So you were working from home for a while, correct? I've been working from home now for almost a year. Yes. And um, we had decided last January that and I had gone to my work and told them that I was going to give my notice. We were going to move. Because I didn't figure they would let me move. Well, they came to me and said that they wanted to work remotely. And they wanted they were portable. So we moved July 31st out to Mexico. Well, as soon as we moved out here, and part of the reason why I wanted to move also, besides just getting out of California. Was <laughs> A little to get cheaper. Away from the, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to get away from the vaccine. Because I didn't right. want, I knew working in healthcare, I'd have to probably get a vaccine. Right. Well, of course, as soon as we move, about two weeks after we move out here, they tell me, even though I work remotely, I still have to have a vaccine per California law. Uh, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, yeah, Gavin Newsom's law. Mm-hmm. So I did everything I could to fight it, um, but there was no way I could get around it. I tried a medical exemption because I do have some medical history, um, but I couldn't find any doctor that would be willing to write me a medical exemption because. Basically, the hospitals have threatened all the doctors that mm-hmm. write a medical exemption, we're going to take you to the medical board and your license could be revoked. Right. So no one would be willing to write me a letter. So I did a religious exemption, but they denied my religious exemption. Mm-hmm. So I had two weeks to make it to California and get my vaccine or lose my job. Yeah. So we decided to have me go get the vaccine just because, you know, we just moved out here. We didn't know how we were going to be able to support ourselves. In the lifestyle we wanted to live if I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I flew to California, got my vaccine, had a horrible reaction to the vaccine. So um, can you tell me about that? What happened? So I got the Johnson & Johnson so, so I didn't have to go back again. Uh, right. But then what they did, which I thought was really strange, is I was due for my flu shot and my TB test. Mm-hmm. Well, they did it all on the same arm. <laughs> so That's not very smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> So within about two days after my vaccine, um, I my whole left side, which is where I had my vaccine, just swelled up. 
And um, I was with my daughter at the time, who's 20. And she, I, my lips turned blue. I couldn't talk properly. She's like, you weren't responding to me. It was just very strange. So I ended up having, I went to the ER, which is um, at the hospital that I work at. And they pretty much just blew me off and said it was flying from Mexico. And that's the reason why I swelled, even though I'd been in California for four days already. So they just kind of let, let me sit in the waiting room, you know, shake. I was shaking, visibly shaking, like I was freezing, even though it wasn't cold. Right. Um, and it was, it was a very horrible experience. But no matter what I, would, I did, they wouldn't, you know, say that it had anything to do with the vaccine. Of course not. No. So all I could think of is that I wanted to come home and be comfortable in my own house because they didn't want me to even fly back home. But I didn't care. I just stuck um, compression socks on and I flew back home because mm-hmm. I wanted to be here with Randy and mm-hmm. be here. That was, that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> we were super scared, but, you know, I wanted to just get home. And ever since then, and that was October, ever since then, I've had nothing but problems with my left side every month, no matter what. I have horrible throbbing on my left side, my legs. Well, every time I fly now, my legs swell, which never happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just really weird reaction. I've, yeah, you know, yeah, my, my period's been all messed up. Like, I've just had all these weird issues that I never had before my vaccine. So, and then come January of this year, then Gavin Newsom decided you have to have a booster now if you work in healthcare in order to stay, keep your job. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, you ha- I had to go get a booster on top of that, too. So it was just, just been crazy considering I work 3,000 miles away from my office and I don't see patients. Exactly. I don't know need a vaccine. <laughs> and, you know, um, you're not the first person that I've talked to. My husband's kind of in the same situation where, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with patient care. He doesn't work around patients. He works from home 99% of the time. And it's the same kind of situation. And I think a lot of people are forced into that where they're forced into vaccination because they cannot afford to give up their job, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of people out there that don't understand. They're like, oh, screw that. I would never, I would never yeah. take it in whatever. But when you're faced with paying your bills and putting food on the table or, you know, just standing yeah. up and being like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, Some people don't have a choice. If, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. You know, but not everybody can. And yeah, I, you know, I got on some people for saying it's not, you know, you have a choice. Well, yeah, I have a choice, but I, sometimes that choice leads you down places you don't want to go. Or, you right. Know, just, exactly. There's so much homelessness going on in California. You see it everywhere. That's one reason why we had to get out. Uh, you know, it's just so expensive to live there. You know, she loses her job and we're on the streets with everybody else. Right. Now, this yeah. is going to sound like maybe a strange question for you guys, but what in the world made you decide to move to Mexico? Um, well, it was actually really funny. So last January, we had decided we needed to move out of California. No matter what, we couldn't afford to live in California. We were living, even though I have a very good job and I make really pretty good money, and he was working full time. Um, we both just decided we were living paycheck to paycheck and our, our only splurge was to order pizza every two weeks. And that was a hundred dollars, you know, right. we weren't enjoying our life. And we said, well, no matter what we have to move. So we took a drive to the coast and we found the beach and said, okay, what yeah. are we going to do? A closed beach at the time. There yeah, was one exactly. person on the beach with the mask. And helicopters flying and over helicopters a ton telling us to get off the beach. beach. 
So we decided that, and I said, we were, thought we were going to move to Texas is what we were thinking because he has mm-hmm. a son who's 15 and we thought we were going to wait till he turned 18 before we moved anywhere out of the country. So he said, what are we doing? Let's just move to Mexico. Why wait? Let's give, you know, his son an experience. Let's let him, you know, see what it's like to live in a different culture. Right. So I said, okay, you, let's do this. And in six months, we got it all together and sold everything, sold everything we owned and brought five suitcases yeah. and just moved out here with our dog. And um, we love it. It's the best decision we ever made. Um, But it was definitely scary. It was a scary decision. People thought we were crazy. And everyone thought thought we'd be back, you know, pretty fast. Well, we were going to go regardless if she had her job or not. Like she said, she wasn't expecting them to let her. Right. (laughs) So we were going to, you know, do digital nomad thing and try to get, you know, little easy jobs on the internet or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm minimum wage that'll still get us better here than what we were getting there with what she had right california is so crazy expensive to live in but i wanted to ask you about the choice to go to mexico because a lot of people probably did think that you were nuts and they were like mexico why in the world would you pick mexico Mm -hmm. so what is it like where you guys are at are you like is there a lot of crime around the area or have you seen any of that um there hasn't been any we don't really see any crime we hear about things you know where we are on the uh, on the caribbean seaside and so there's a lot of tourism so you get people coming here who want to party and want drugs and so you'll get some of that which stuff. means you get the cartel yeah right. but we haven't seen any of that you know it's, i feel very safe here a lot safer than i ever thought i would honestly um okay. i we live in a gated community that has security that rides their bikes around um i've never we have and then on when you go to the beach the national guard is usually walking up and down the beach too just to keep everyone feel safe um I've never had any problems. We've yeah, we have never had, had anything happen to never us. Never felt threatened or anything. But, you know. Uh, but we live in a it's small It's just like town. anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't live like, we first started off in Playa del Carmen. We lived there for three months, but we didn't like how busy it was. And it was a party right. town. So we ended up moving to Puerto Morelos, which is in between Cancun and Playa del Carmen. Mm-hmm. And it's a small fishing village. It's very, um, a lot more locals. Um, mm-hmm. It's a smaller town, so you have tourism, but not and not like Cancun or mm-hmm. Playa. So we don't have as much as many people coming in and out. So you don't have as much crime, I think, for that reason. Now, do either one of you speak Spanish? No, <laughs> we're working on it. Muy poco. We started taking some classes recently, and we're trying uh, to work on it. But here, the I mean, the, you get spoiled here because because it is touristy. Most everyone speaks English. Yeah. So you don't really need to know too. Spanish, you know. And then we have Google Translate, which does help a lot. <laughs> were you were you guys worried about that before you moved? A little bit. But that's kind of why we picked this area. We figured, you know, we it, it'll help us kind of ease in. It's more Americanized, I guess you would say. You know, mm-hmm. They cater to, you know, North Americans, Canadians, and uh, so... so- how how has your uh how has your living situation improved since being there? It's improved drastically. So we lived in um, Sacramento. We lived in a, a like a townhouse type of a duplex. duplex. It was yeah. three bedroom, one and a half bath. We were paying about two thousand dollars a month just in rent. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So our bills alone were over five to six thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Well, here we have a four-bedroom, three-bathroom house, townhouse, uh, for seven hundred dollars a month. That and, is crazy. And our bills are no more than eleven hundred dollars a month we pay in bills. Mm -hmm. And then we're done with all of our bills and it, it just feels so much freer. Like we can go take trips and like we just went on a glamping trip and we can go explore and it, it, almost anything we think of that we want, we can pretty much buy. Want a bread maker? Let's get a bread maker. Start making bread. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just really nice. And we have a lot of room if people want to come visit. Um, I'll and be down. it's just so much cheaper. Like you order food out here. Yeah. We'll, order, <laughs> we'll order dinner for like two nights and it's $40 for three of us to eat. So right. crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's just a huge difference. And then it's a slower pace of life, which I like better. Mm -hmm. um, it's just more relaxing. I don't feel as stressed out as I did in California. Yeah, 100%. Plus, she's working from home. And all this, her keeping her job affords me to be able to do what I'm trying to do, which mm -hmm. help create content creators like you, you know, and spread right. the word on what you're doing. And yeah. And that's why, that's why I wanted to, um, have you on but i also i'm so interested in just just the whole moving mm -hmm. you know because was, that's a scare i've i've lived literally all over the united states i've, I've been everywhere mm -hmm. but moving to another country especially mexico um because i dated somebody for a long time from mexico city and mm -hmm. he always told me about like how corrupt it was and how oh. the how corrupt the police were because he used to be a police down there mm -hmm. um yeah money talk yeah and and stuff like that so i didn't know like how how is your son dealing with the move is he enjoying it um you know, he's, he... not, he's never been much of an out, outside kid you know he, he loves his video games and he's at that age now where he wants to hole up in his room you know <laughs> with the door shut yeah he, yeah he just turned 16 so uh we try to get him out um he can be anywhere really you know as long as he's got his phone mm -hmm. he's fine you can put him you know anywhere. that's the wonderful age when they hide in their room and you only see them when they want something to eat yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but you know he, he says it's cool but it's mostly yeah, it's cool yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> so, Courtney, how are you liking the switch uh, to working in, in psych? I like it. It's really interesting. Um, it's definitely challenged me in a lot of ways because I've never done billing before. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also, it's, it's kind of made me have a different view on people and patients and see how much we really need help with psych patients and how much mental health is such a big deal and how much help we really need for these people and how much there's really not help out there. Right. And that's really sad to see, you know, especially when you see the same people come in and out constantly. Um, it's just really sad to see that how much we really need to help people and we're not doing it. Like just that's a hundred, a hundred percent. And I think, um, and I don't know like how much you guys know about me, but I'm a retired nurse and, I taught medical school and I am not a fan of the healthcare system at all. Um, <clears throat> I think they should burn it down and uh -huh. start completely over without the uh, influence of the Rockefeller foundation and the Carnegie family and all of that mm -hmm. stuff because, and there's so many um, 
so many different therapies out there that people can use to help um, with with mental illness, depression, anxiety, uh, PTSD, you know, uh, traumas, things like that, that don't involve medication um, and things like that. I just did a show on that, um, that I put out Tuesday that, you know, I think we over medicate our population and then they don't get any better because it's just like, pills on top of pills on top of pills. And then you go to therapy and you just talk and, and if you don't, if you're not forthcoming, it doesn't work. And if you don't confront stuff, it doesn't work. So that's why I wondered, um, it's so interesting, your profession and you guys moving there, like if you've had any of that, like depression or anxiety for your old life or any of that stuff creep in since you've moved there. Or is it just I like had anything since I moved here? I used to have a lot of issues in the past, but I was always so scared to go get any help because, especially when you work in healthcare, right? Oh, hundred percent. Your doctor through your through your work, right? You know, they'll put it in your chart, and then you're labeled that for the rest of you know forever, right? And so that's always been a worry of mine to ever do anything about any of that. I did in the past when I worked for a different healthcare organization, and that's when I learned that you know it kind of followed me throughout mm-hmm. um and it was kind of crazy because i had a major two huge major surgeries so to me it was understandable that i would be depressed or scared or you know mm-hmm. have issues but they yeah. don't look at it that way you know? yeah, they, they, they did brain surgery on her yeah. you know when your brain gets subjected to the air it does funny things to it mm-hmm. but you know it's just it's horrible when they stick that label on you and you can't shake the label so so Let me ask you, um, as far as your vaccine injury goes, uh, how long do your side effects from that usually last when it flares up? It depends. It always seems to um, happen around my cycle, it seems like. And it's usually like the week before my cycle, during my cycle, and then a little bit after. And it always seems to be tied to that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I have the, the hardest part is sleeping. Because it's my left whole left side, so it's just throbbing and aching, so I can't really sleep. And I already have a hard enough time sleeping as it is, because I, like I said, I had brain surgery, so I have shunts in my head. So I have a shunt here, so sleeping on my right isn't mm-hmm. really conducive. So that if my left's bothering me, then I just can't sleep. So <laughs> then she has to lay face down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I want you guys to tell me about the trip that you just took. He sent me um, a link to it yesterday and I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I would love that. I'd be in heaven. So tell me about that. Well, so last, not last week, so it might have been the week before last, he, our anniversary was last week. And oh. so he, thank you. So he, out of nowhere, I was working around the house and he goes, you need to take off next uh, Thursday, Friday, and I said, why? He goes, we're going on a trip. I said, well, are you going to tell me where we're going? <laughs> he says, okay. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, he goes, I booked this um, Aquamall glamping, which we had just watched the YouTube video on, and I had said that I thought that was really cool, because I wanted mm-hmm. to check out Aquamall, which is only about an hour from us, and we've heard the beaches are amazing there, and so we've really been wanting to go. That's where all the sea turtles are laid their eggs. Mm-hmm. That would be so exciting. 
So we decided, so we went and it was really awesome. Um, it was, I've never been glamping before and I'm not a big camper. I used to camp when I was younger, but now that I'm getting older. So. Now I think I like a shower. Well, yeah, and I like a comfortable bed. I'm not going to sleep on the floor, you know, so, or the ground. I'm too old. Um, I can't get up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one had like a king size bed. It had a shower, your own personal shower, your own toilet. Um, honestly the shower there is the best shower we've had since we've moved to mexico because everything is gravity uh water pressure (laughs) the water pressure Uh, that's so cool so there they actually had it pumped in and it was cenote water which is cenote is like a a hole in the ground Mm -hmm. rainwater filters through yeah it's yeah and it had two cenotes on site there um that were just for the site for the place that we're staying Normally, you can't find a, a cenote around here that's private like that. You could, it's usually shared with the public, or you pay to get in, and there's a bunch of people there. You know. um, right. So yeah, we had the run of the place. It was awesome. So what did yeah. you guys think of it? Did you go, like, to the uh, nature preserve and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. We went, we went one day. We did an ATV tour where they took us out on ATVs through the jungle and went into this other cenote that – a huge cave cenote, so you're like, way deep in the like, yeah, under, cave, underground. underground cave. Yeah. And then they took us to the monkey sanctuary, and we got to see all the animals, which was really yeah. Had a lot of birds and a lot of different monkeys there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be so happy. I wouldn't. I would want to bring all of them home with me, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them seem pretty high maintenance. They they had a monkey there that uh, was um, trained in the circus or whatever to smoke cigarettes. So it's a glam monkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he smoked cigarettes for six years, so they had to break him of the smoking they cigarette. Had to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and now no, he's, he's like, just, does he's they give him a lollipop cold. or something? Yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know. They give him a nicotine patch. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, that was the first day. And then the second day, we just... Second day, we just kind of hung out and yeah, um, then we went to the beach. They had a restaurant on site too, so we can get get whatever our meal, you know, go there, have some food, have some drinks. Um, we did have a nice uh, evening dinner. They have dinner a little bit later here, um, out outside by one of the cenotes, just by ourselves for our anniversary dinner. That would be um, we had so a bunch cool. Of fresh, uh, what mussels and yeah, and coconut shrimp, yeah. and salmon. And yeah, they did it up really nice for us by the cenote. Did it really romantic with the lights, and they had music playing and a yeah. personal waiter and it was really nice they did a really good job and what's crazy is we only paid for all that service which they acted like this was like we were famous almost you know yeah. it was like 80 dollars for this whole dinner that's a you could not <laughs> even r- remotely think about that especially in california yeah exactly like that. for four course meal you know i mean mm. with mussels and seafood and yeah. i mean there's just no way mm-hmm. So, and they treated us amazingly there, and everything claims that you get a continental breakfast every morning, too, um, but they were really good, and they anything you needed, they would bring to yeah. you and help you. Really nice. That is so cool. I'm so glad you guys got to do that. Now, do you guys, um, since you've been there, since you haven't even been there a year yet, um, do you guys take little trips like that all the time? We haven't. Uh, but recently with her job scare, you know, they almost, uh, they almost let me go. They almost fired her because, uh, corporate found out she was living in Mexico and, you know, they're not allowed to have international workers. Uh, so, uh, 
we were just grinding away. Now I'm working on my business and she's just working from home. We're just grinding away and everything's hunky dory. And then she gets this scare. Uh, so then once we got the scare, we're like, well, if we're going to get kicked out of here, you know, we got to go back to America. We better start experiencing it. Because normally we just go to the beach every couple of weeks. Go to the beach, have some drinks, have some fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's a four dollar cab ride from where we live. Uh, but now we want we want to do more, uh, like go see Chichen Itza, you know, mm-hmm. pyramids, uh, some more cenotes, uh, Isla Mujeres, uh, Cozumel. You know, check out what's around here because that was mm-hmm. our whole plan from the start. We want to experience more things right. instead of just sitting at home watching TV after. Amen work. to that. And waking up and doing it all over again. So yeah, so this was definitely a wake up call for us, and also it made me realize that I need to stop putting so much into my job because obviously they don't care as much about me as I care about the job, and so I need to start focusing on other things that I enjoy more. And so I'm going to help work with him to help build his business, and hopefully offer some of his clients some other services that I can help do, and maybe help build up some of that. And then maybe Mm -hmm. I don't need to keep doing what I'm doing. Well, heck, you could you could you be could an independent contractor, and mm-hmm. you know, like if you because you did case management for such a long time, you that's something you could do. Well, yeah, that's own. what I, yeah. I I told her. Like, you know, I try to get her to do uh, some virtual assistance, like a course, right. you know, just to learn some things. Uh, she didn't really she wasn't digging it all that much, but I'm like, she already has such a wealth of knowledge and mm-hmm. skills. That right. anybody could use her to oh, 100%. better their business. hundred percent. So like, there's got to be somebody out there that's willing to give it to you. You know, yeah. like because you're going to so, give it to them. So all of all of people that are listening or watching, uh, yeah, she's for hire. So yeah, check her out. <laughs> yeah. Reach out. Yeah, they're both for hire. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and that's the dream, really, to be our own bosses. Um, and be able to do what we want. Go travel. Mm-hmm. Go see. Hundred percent. To live you know? while you're living—that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So, what are what is groceries like there? Um, groceries aren't too bad. They're pretty cheap, except for they have ri- risen a little bit over the last couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I'm having a hard time with is there's a lot of things we can't get out here that I need to be able to get, especially in California, like any vegetable. Right. Here it doesn't work that way. Um, and then here, because there's no preservatives, you know, the vegetables go bad. So right. I order groceries more often. Um, but I do, you know, everything out here does taste so much better because there is no preservatives and you know, no right. and all those things. And so it's funny because when we went back to California a couple of months ago, we ate all the foods we missed. But man, I felt bloated and I felt horrible compared exactly. to how I feel out here. Exactly. The food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, there's no fast food really here. I no. mean, it's fast food, but it's not like McDonald's. Yeah, you I know, wouldn't care. I'd, go get, go I, that's what I'd be at the taco stand literally all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and you can get a taco for like less, less than, than a, a dollar. Yeah. So, yeah. You, can, you know, and it comes with everything. Oh, yeah. So, and then our favorite thing is like usually once a week we have order, we have delivery at the Sole. You know, we love the Sole. Oh, the Sole me too. And they do tacos and everything and they come and deliver it to our house with all the fixings and everything so yeah we love it we do get a lot of things delivered amazon works here the same uh, we get our groceries delivered sometimes um, we don't have a car so it just helps us 
So do you, you guys have cars. like a grocery store like where you live at? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I we got like three small. of them, three of them in town, and then a bunch of little mini marts. Um, but yeah, so we order groceries from one, um, then we'll go shop at another for physically there. So that's where the mm-hmm. ATM machine is. Because cash is king here, you can't walk around with card. You got to have mm-hmm. physical paper money. Right. That's kind of cool, though. So are you guys into like um, eating some things that you haven't tried before? He's better than I am. I'm a really good <laughs> eater, so I have a hard but I've been trying to make myself like I like the dinner that we had the other night. We didn't know what we were gonna have for dinner. Yeah, it was a surprise. And so I said, I, I told him I'm like, I promise I'm gonna try it at least. And it was salmon, which I don't eat salmon. I don't so eat salmon either. I tried yeah, no, no salmon, no tuna. Blech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, do you guys have a lot of seafood there now? Oh yeah. Yes, because yeah. we're a fishing village, so mm-hmm. they the boats are right off the pier. So yeah, we, we can go we fish. can walk up to the pier and ask for them, you know, ask for some fish right off Fresh the boat. fish right out of the water. Yeah. That's so <laughs> exciting. We haven't done it yet, but So you can. But yeah. I would so love that. So uh-huh. it's just like a is it like a quaint little village type thing then? Kind of. There's a there's a they call it the colonial side and that's like inside on one side of the, the highway. And uh, she's got to go clock back. Um, and it's it's a little bit bigger, and that's where more of the locals stay. And then there's a beach side, which is separated by mangroves. Mm-hmm. Um, so the beach side is more touristy um, businesses, restaurants. Right. Um, whereas the town side that we're on, it's bigger, and it's got more you know stuff for people that live here local mm-hmm. to you. You know, gas stations and all that oh stuff. my gosh it sounds and it sounds funny because like i said before a lot of people would be like oh god why would you want to move there because there's so much crime and you know corruption and whatever but that <laughs> would be there. yeah i know shit especially <laughs> in the united states <clears throat> yeah. like, um but there's so i would love that because it's so much more my speed i like we live in the country now. Um, mm-hmm. We moved out of the city a couple years ago and I hate traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate fast paced lifestyle, all of that stuff. Like I'm more of the like nature, whatever mm-hmm. outdoorsy Chill kind out. of person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be up my alley. So my dear, let's talk about you. So, I want you to tell everybody what the name of your business is and why you started it. How you got into uh, it. Yeah, my business is uh, Soundwave Promotions and uh, basically started uh, because of COVID. Um, I was able to listen to a bunch of podcasts while I was at work. Uh, it was covertly. Uh, I wasn't allowed to. But anyway, uh, luckily, that was the one good thing about the mask. Uh, I used, I, we were forced to wear masks. Right. Um, so I wore a neck gaiter that covered my ears, but I always had it under my chin mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they couldn't tell if I was wearing a headphone or not. Um, and uh, I listened to a lot of tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli and he mm-hmm. was always talking about, you know, uh, do your own thing. Get If you don't like your what you're doing, do your own thing and do what we're doing. Um, and uh, I've always kind of been afraid of getting in front of the microphone and a camera. 
having much uh, <laughs> to say and that you meant are. anything. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, now I am, which is cool, and I'm getting better. I'm getting more comfortable with it. But uh, so uh, I just kept hearing all these podcasters on on Twitter or Instagram talking about how, hey, this is value for value. Um, you know, we're not we're being censored. We're right. you know we're just trying to do our own thing and let get this information out to people, and uh, we'd love your help. So. I thought of a way like, oh, I hear something on a podcast and that sounds awesome. I want to spread that around, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, whatever that little tidbit was of the podcast episode. Um, So I started doing uh, little audio clips. I taught myself to do that. And then I was like, well, let's go above and beyond do the video. People like to look at videos. Uh, So I just, just taught myself to cut and paste and throw some graphics up and throw it out there. Uh, it was like on my lunch breaks, I was doing it. Uh, after work, I was doing it. And then once we decided we're moving here, we knew she was going to be able to support us both. And then I can really focus on trying to get this going. And mm-hmm. as of right now, I've, I've gotten about half my California wages back by just doing clips for That's fantastic. podcasts or promoting uh, platforms like Float. So you're the tech guy that I need. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know a lot. I need to teach myself so much more. It's just a never-ending, you know. But, yeah, people, I could help you. People laugh <laughs> at me all the time because I swear I am tech-retarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when when they're like, okay, you're going to be part of, you know, our Roku TV channel and we really want you to start doing video. Uh And I had to learn video editing software, which Mm -hmm. um, I think I was bald for a while from that. (laughs) And then I'm trying to use, you know, audio uh, editing software and trying to learn like three different things at once. And I'm like, Mm I felt yeah. like my head was going to explode because I'm old and I'm old school and uh-huh. I don't like tech like at right. all. It stresses yeah. me out so bad. And like my husband was like, you're kind of like a different person right now, almost like a demon. He's <laughs> like, when is this going to be over? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm used to uh, fixing by just banging on it like the old TVs. <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> the the you really bang giant computers that took up your whole desk. <laughs> yeah. Just bang on it, but yeah, you can't do that now. <laughs> like a vending machine. <laughs> Give me my snack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back to the Oh, animal. my gosh. And um, your service, I think, um, would come in super duper handy for a lot of people um, because they can send you your stuff and then you can make clips for them, correct? Uh, yeah, or uh, usually I try to pick it up off uh, YouTube or um, mm-hmm. Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of the podcast episodes. I just download the whole episode, and then I just cut it up. Um, Odyssey makes it very easy. It's one click. Right. Um, YouTube's a little more. I got to I gotta find a YouTube uh, downloader that'll let me download the stuff off of YouTube. Right. And then then cut it um, right so how yeah, or they can send it to me yeah. how um how was it for you learning to do all of this uh you know when i got the idea 
it's the first time I really felt like I was plugged in. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they talk about like the flow state or the, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. But it was the first time I felt like, oh, I'm, I actually know what I want to do instead of right. being told what to do. Like, oh, I need to go get a job. So I'm just going to go get this crappy warehouse job. It's right. going to pay the bills. Right. Um, this was like the first time you know, I've, al I've always been asked, what do you want to do when you grow up? You're like, no I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, now all of a sudden I feel like, oh, this is what I want to do. <laughs> you know, so then I got just really zoned in and just trying to absorb everything and learn whatever I can. Um, That's exciting for you. Yeah. I'm so happy for you, though, that you're you you found what your pathway was and what you're mm -hmm. supposed to be doing. Because there's so many people so that I don't think have figured that out yet. Right. And you just feel like you're floating aimlessly. Like right. You're, just, you're waiting to react to something. Right. As opposed to forging your own way. Um, you know, and if it wasn't for Courtney, I wouldn't be able to really do this. Mm -hmm. um, what I was doing, you know, after work or on the weekends or, you know, at lunch or whatever mm -hmm. was, was enough, but it wasn't enough. Because I wanted to go bigger, you know. <laughs> right. And, so uh, how how are things now w as far as like um, her job since they're like, oh, my God, you can't live in Mexico and work here. <laughs> I mean, what is that situation right now? Yeah, well, yeah, basically they're giving us three months to move back. Um, and we're just going to act like <laughs> we moved back. Um, mm -hmm. How are they going to check? You know, uh, so, they didn't even know she was gone for eight months until some lady said something. She couldn't find her in the office. And then they, they and the lady, uh, anyways, it's a big, long story. So, yeah, we're just going to um, act like we, we moved. And uh, whenever they find out for sure and they want to fire her, then so be it. They're going to fire her. They're going to fire her anyways. So we're just like, we'll write it out as long as we can. And yeah, and I, I definitely would not move back to California. No. My husband's from California, so I yeah. know how expensive it is there. Yeah, and I got my it's, whole family out there. Yeah, and it's so just insane, like, the housing cost. And mm -hmm. that's what, like, we always tell his family. We're like, you know, if you moved here, like, you could get a palace for what you're paying for that little teeny tiny place. Yeah. You know, and, and with property with it. So I, I don't know. You right. guys aren't, yeah. you guys have no desire to return there, correct? No, no. We, you know, we, like I said uh, earlier, we, you know, we plan on, we, when we made the decision, we're going to move out here regardless if she had a job or not. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, we're all in. You know, we got rid of everything to even think about going back would mm -hmm. mean having to buy everything again. Right. Um, and <laughs> but just... I bet, I bet like buying furniture and stuff there is a hell a lot cheaper than what it is here. Yeah. Well, most, uh, luckily most places, like when you rent a place, most places mm -hmm. are um, already furnished. Oh, nice. You know, there's not a lot of moving here, it seems like, or, you know. Yeah. Um, so... As far as furniture goes, I'm not exactly sure. I think that might be something that's more expensive. Now, do you guys um, buy bottled water? Yeah, everything here is bottled. You know, you got to have the bottled water. Um, they say not to drink the, the 
tap water. Yeah. Um, so so we uh, twice a week we get a truck that comes through our. Actually, it's like four times a week. We get three different trucks that come through our um, little cul-de-sac here, selling mm-hmm. you know those five-gallon jugs. Right. Um, so we get at least three, two or three of those a uh, week. Now, do you guys take a bath or a shower in that water? Um, no, I, we shower with the water that comes out of the tap. Okay. Um, which is that. you know it's like a harder water, so it's a little rough. On your skin, right. but the, the the air is so moist here, you know, it kind of cancels out. I guess and that's now, the one you, thing we're still getting used to is the humidity. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'm sweating yes. balls just sitting yeah. here talking. Yeah. We live like in the capital of humidity here, so I yeah. can only imagine being where you're at, like how much hotter it is. And then, yeah, and then from from California and the dry heat, we're in Northern mm-hmm. California, so it's mm-hmm. like dry valley heat. Which, you know, to hear to the moisture, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. But we're getting used to it, more used to it. So as far as um, Soundwave Promotions goes, where do you see it going or where do you want it to go? Um, where I see it going, I'm hoping in the in the near future I'll get, get a couple more um, decent accounts. Um, and then I'm hoping to, in the future, be able to maybe train people or hire people to help me mm-hmm. support the business, to make it even bigger. Cause that's uh, right a lot now, of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I spend about uh, two, three hours, depending on the, how long the podcast is just mm-hmm. making the cut, you know, right. cutting it up and putting in the, the graphics and it, and it, it's, it's about an hour itself to share. Right. All the platforms I share too, <laughs> like 15 right. different platforms. That's a, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of, um, it's very time consuming even to do like one thing for somebody. Mm -hmm. So do this, hmm, how do I phrase this? Do you super duper enjoy doing that? Or are there times where like you'll get something from somebody and you'll be like, Oh, this is a disaster. Uh, no, luckily I I only the, I was going to say the reason why I'm asking you that, not trying to put you on the spot, but uh-huh. I know um, as a podcaster, like doing video stuff now, there were times where I would have to go in and chop up the video and mm-hmm. chop up the audio and take sections out and repiece things back together. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who's a tech idiot like me, um, that was like a nightmare. And yeah. I would get so frustrated, I'd have to walk away and uh-huh. then come back later on after I calmed down. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, luckily, like my clients, the, the few I have, you know, they're very hands off. They kind of just, you know, let me do my thing. I download the episode and I, they don't really give me any direction. I just find something that I find interesting or I think people might want to hear or might grab someone's attention. Good. But most of the time, it's stuff that I, I find actually really interesting like that popped up in the conversation um but but yeah and so i usually uh, sometimes i might have to cut something up and rearrange something but most of the time i try to keep it you know what's authentic to the conversation Mm -hmm. um i'll I'll cut out pauses or the ums you know just to get more in like uh, you know sometimes it's like a i got three clips in one episode that that it's like i got two minutes here and a minute there or 
30 seconds there. And I'm like, I want all this in here. You know, this is all good. And then I might spend three hours cutting everything up exactly. to make it that way. For, for literally a five-minute clip. Yeah, for two minutes. Yeah, for a two-minute clip. Yeah, why am I doing this to myself? It's four minutes. Why am I cutting it down to two? Just, just take the two. But no. Uh, one time I did a clip with uh, Jimmy Dore, uh, and he was on Tinfoil Hat, and I swear, I probably cut it a hundred times just because he's so fast mm -hmm. that I can only get, like, the little little breaks right in between the words, you know? You're like, take a breath. Yeah, I'm like, please, or stutter. Like, he's not even stuttering, so I can't even cut out a stutter. <laughs> 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 There's so much information there that I want to get out there. I think, I, yeah. So, so now I got to tell myself, okay, just get what's important and just get it out, you know? I think that's fantastic, doing, though. Yeah. So I'm now, now I'm doing more, so it's like I, I got to make sure I'm scheduling things out a little bit better, or time mm -hmm. management-wise, which Courtney's going to help me with that for sure. So if she's, um, if she ends up losing her job, um, is she interested in, uh, like learning what you do and doing what you do, or is there something else that she wants to do to be able to help out? Um, I think, I, well, we're going to look into that. I'm not sure how into it she'll be as far as like editing stuff or, <laughs> or posting things, which is basically what I do. Right. Um, but yeah, I could like get her to listen to a podcast. Hey, tell me what was interesting. You know, give me a time mark, you know, and I'll listen to it. Okay. Put her little, you know, what she thought was interesting into a clip or, um, but yeah, mostly it's going to probably be more organizational. Um, maybe uh, we're going to hopefully start doing our own podcast. So nice. I want to get her into, she's very good on the phone, very good at uh, making appointments and stuff like that. So, right. Uh, try to get her to, you know, contact podcasters hey you want to do an interview or can mm -hmm. you interview us setting that up organizing it stuff like that yeah absolutely and i you know that i think that would be a good service for podcasters who do a lot of interviews you know i know that's a <laughs> yeah that's a pain in the butt yeah everything's and then like we're you know plus we're gonna have to learn how to do our own podcast prepping mm -hmm. which i know that's a big thing you know yep. just to, you know so, uh, so if you when you guys do start your uh, own show, what do you want it to be about? Well, I think uh, we're going to start off probably with like a travel vlog mm -hmm. type thing. Um, so, uh, we took a bunch of video. We're not really in it talking about, you know, what we're doing in the video, but <laughs> I can cut some stuff together with some music. Hey, this is the way we're at. Right. And then kind of narrate over it, maybe. Right. Um, start off that way. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll end up doing, you know, going off, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, uh, false reality check, mm -hmm. um, podcast, you know, it's a yeah. couple and they kind of do their own, they have their own little podcast and they do their podcast together. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll do like a travel vlog and maybe something separately, but, yeah. you know, we got, we got a working title that I think getting comfortable, oh wait, what is it? Getting out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> getting out of our comfort zone. <laughs> Randy and Courtney, you know, cause we are, we're, we're we're on the couch all day long in front of our computer screens and you know watch TV or play video games at night before we go to bed. And like you right. know, instead of just being that pod person in the house, you know, we need to get out. Get That's out of our me. comfort zone. 
yeah. go experience and stuff around here that people don't really get to experience, especially where we used to live. And hopefully get more people motivated to get out of the Oh, you know? absolutely. And yeah. I, I I can't I can't tell people enough like how exciting it is just to be able to go and do and even even like in the city that you live in like don't use a map or anything just drive around and find stuff because i find the coolest things like just driving around of course with gas now i don't know if that's possible (laughs) but you know yeah i i love doing that i love exploring and and seeing new things and um, it's peaceful yeah. and you guys living close to the water that would be amazing yeah and the, the we just love the beach here like we've been up and down the coast a little bit now mm-hmm. uh, different beaches and where we're at the, the sand is so silky smooth it's ridiculous it feels like it's healing when you when you put your feet under it you know right <laughs> It's not so like good. the it's not like the weird sand in California. Yeah, no, no, it's not pebbly. <laughs> yeah, so it's very fine. How how far are you guys from Cosimo? Uh, it's like uh, right across the water from us, pretty much. Um, like where we're at, like we you can see we got the second biggest reef in the world, just a few hundred yards out uh, off the beach where we usually go um, when we're hanging out. You can see. Have the you guys been right snorkeling? Over. Not yet. Uh, we've gone out with our own little snorkeling masks, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we plan on doing that. And, it, and actually, I think right now whale sharks are coming in, um, so we're gonna probably do the swim with a whale shark <laughs> in the next couple months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It's I don't know exciting. if I'm gonna do that, but <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's gonna be scary. Just just being in the water is kind of scary itself. It's so big below you. Yeah, and yeah. You know, to have something that big riding next to you, <laughs> it'll be interesting out of our comfort zone, <laughs> you know. A hundred percent, right? So, yeah, we is plan on doing she, is that. Is she gonna we'll video plan- while you do it, right? Yeah, well, I think she's gonna be in there with me. Hopefully, we're gonna drag <laughs> her in there. So, yeah, and we got the underwater cameras, we'll, we'll be all That's over. So it. cool, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys are gonna have like the most amazing. Uh, show when you start that and all of your adventures and and people like me who are landlocked uh uh-huh. we will be living vicariously through you <laughs> does that have to get you down here for a trip i know you you said you had room so uh-huh. hmm. yeah we got two extra bedrooms that's what we keep telling our family that's why we got this bigger place <laughs> oh my gosh, that yeah, but then you might have a roommate because I'm not sure I'd want to come back. So yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, got a couple, we got a couple of those that are. Tell Courtney I'll bring some extra uh, clothes and stuff in case I stay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, that's so great, though. I'm so um, I'm so happy for you guys, and and so um, honored it's that really, you came on my show, really so surreal. you could. Tell people about you guys for people who don't know you um, and what you do and what you want to do and what your vision is for the future. And I'm, I'm so proud of you guys for, for making that life change that was scary, obviously, Um, you know, and, and trying something different and, and it's working for you guys and you, you seem really happy. So 
Yeah, we're a lot happier now. And yeah, we're we're gonna get married in next March. Actually, Fantastic. Just right around here. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And we've just since we've moved here, it just seems like we've blossomed. So, how long have you guys been together now? It's been four, four years. years. Yeah. That's and I, awesome. I was living up in the mountains, taking care of my grandma. Uh, she recently got put into a. She's dead now, but she had she got put into a long term care facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was dementia really got to her really bad. Um, so when she moved back in there, and when she moved in there, I was I was finally ready to date. I've been single for eight years, taking care of my two kids, living up in a town of three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to get on the internet and find a <laughs> find somebody, and I found her. She was living in Sacramento. And then he started stalking you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, I had to recruit her from out of town. I moved her up there for about a year. She she went through one winter and I was said, like, "Get me the hell out of here!" Yeah, just, <laughs> so we went back to Sacramento, and yeah. And then we. So you didn't yeah. you didn't enjoy the mountain living? I liked the mountain living. I didn't like the snow. Like I wouldn't have minded it if we didn't have to drive. Like. Our commute to work was an hour with good weather. Mm-hmm. Right. So without good weather, it was two to three hours. Yeah. And it was on a it was a two little two lane road with a cliff on one side and a mountain on the other. And that's <laughs> just too scary with someone who never like, lived mm-hmm. out of Sac- I'd never lived out of Sacramento before in my whole life until then. Yeah. So I just was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we that's another new experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's given me a lot of new experiences. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did just yeah. say, he did just tell me that you were going to be swimming with him with the sharks. So. Yeah. And that's actually, I think, my idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm making him <laughs> she, she, better, she better be in there. <laughs> I would be standing on dry ground videoing the two of you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to try snorkeling, though. That would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of snorkeling around here, and it's really cheap for like a two-hour tour. It's like twenty dollars to go. Snorkeling, yeah, we so. just need to do it. That's that's awesome though, because you you could not do that like anywhere else. So no, no, yeah, that's, yeah, we got to take so advantage. Cool. So cool, but I'm I'm so I'm so blessed that you guys joined me today. It's been such a treasure talking to the two of you, and you look so happy. <laughs> and and I'm just excited for where you guys are going to go with everything. And so for my listeners, again, um, if you need video services or if you need her services as far as billing, coding, uh, case management, any of that stuff, make sure you hit them up. So there you go. So We're final yeah, <laughs> ready and waiting here. Yeah. Um, so any final thoughts for, for both of you? I just say, if you feel like uh, you're in a rut, um, you need to try to find that, that little place for you to get into, to find, uh, what you feel like is gonna, ah, man, I just ruined everything there. <laughs> Find something that gives you pleasure because it you'll you don't yeah, realize how much that changes your life and how much it changes your outlook. Don't wait because like we were gonna wait till we retired and who knows if you can get to retirement. Like we just you know, you never know what's 
mental health or what's going to happen. The world is going so crazy. So just enjoy it while you can because you just never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So just enjoy it. YOLO. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, really, that's what it is. Uh, you know. Exactly. Find, find what you're passionate about and go for it. I'm just, I'm so happy for you guys. And, and like I said, you, you both look so happy and smiling and settled in your, in your new place. So I wish you guys all the best in the world. And I really, really want the best for you. I want you guys to succeed. And it was such a pleasure talking to you both. I'm just, I'm honored that you were here with me. So thank you both. Thank you. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great actually talking to you instead of, (laughs) instead of stalking (laughs) each other on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Yeah. Whenever you want us back on, or once we get our, our thing going, we'll get you on and absolutely continue the conversation. It's been a pleasure. So for me, for Randy and for Courtney, have a great day listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.